Hi, Honeymooners. Natasha and I are coming to a city near you. And we'd love you to come see us and support us doing live stand-up comedy. As for me, I'm going to be going to the Comedy Club on State in Madison this very weekend for five shows. I love that club. I'd love to see you there. I'll also be at the Troubadour for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on May the 12th. That's just one night, one show, just me. But Natasha and I are going to be doing a live Endless Honeymoon podcast taping for the Netflix is a Joke Festival on the 4th of May. Then I'm going to the Punchline in Philadelphia. That's in July. Would love to see you there. I'm going to be going to the Punchline in Sacramento in August. And I'll be going to the DC Improv uh, the weekend before the election, before we figure out what hell we hath wrought. Come see me at any of those dates. Oh, yeah, one more. I'll be at the Bell House in New York on July the 11th. I'd love to see you there, New York City. Natasha, you got anything? Why don't you come see me in Brea? If you live in Orange County, I think that's Orange County. I don't even know, but come to Brea. I'll be there in April. I'll also be at the Chicago Improv in April. And if you can't see me in Chicago, why don't you come to Tempe in May? Tempe, Arizona. I'll also be in Boston, but that's not till October. I think I might take the summer off. Go to NatashaLegero.com. Or MosheCasher.com. And get some tickets. To see the both of us. And also make sure that you come to our Patreon-supported Dinner party this Sunday. That is on St. Patrick's Day. What else are you doing? It is a dumb holiday. I'm sorry. If you are not yet a member of the tier that gets you into the dinner parties, go ahead and upgrade. Upgrade that. You could downgrade afterwards. I mean, we don't have real rules. Order your corned beef and cabbage from the local pub. DoorDash that shit to your house. Yep. Log on. 6 p.m. Come mess with us. It's a really great way. To connect to the community of the Endless Honeymoon Podcast and also to connect to your lovely hosts. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast Secret Dump. I'm your host, Natasha Legero. And I'm your drive time, live time DJ, fuck your nuts. Ooh, I found out some really good information today. What'd you find out? Well, you know how I'm doing press for my book that comes out November 15th. What's it called? It's called The World Deserves My Children. Where are you going on tour? I'm going to uh, Philly, Denver, Chicago, Nashville, uh, New Boston, York City, Boston, Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Uh, With cu- Rachel Brosnahan. Couple other places. You should really get tickets now. The show's going to sell out. I'm doing city wineries, um, one show in each city. I'm so excited. It comes but with a book. Comes with a book. Get your tickets now. But one thing I found out that's really great. What'd you find out? Because of the pandemic. Yes. There's no more morning radio. Oh, it just doesn't exist anymore? Or they were just saying that people don't do that anymore. Oh, I like the sound of that. Remember we used to go on the road and then we'd have to get up at like 4.45 a.m. Oh, yeah. To go talk to Giraffe and the Man or whatever it is. Right, and like laugh laugh to like racist, sexist jokes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Could you please come see my show tonight? Because you didn't want to be a drip and be like... Yeah, that's a, a little problematic. So you had to kind of like roll with everything. Yeah, they would be mean to you. Some of them are very nice, though. Some of them are cool. Most of them are cool, actually. Okay, well, Moshe, we got some calls. We what? Or we got we got some questions. What? Can I read some questions? You got a good one. You got a juicy hot one. Yeah, let me ask. This is a tough one, I think. Okay. Uh, but I like it. What's up? Okay, so Gecko Freckles, nineteen twenty nine. Can we say their names? I, we usually don't, but I like that you did because <laughs> she's got a real good one. Okay, can I ask the person I'm dating how much money he makes mm. dating for a few months? W- n- no. Obviously, don't phrase it like this. Why? Why is? Why would you? I don't even understand why. 
Why would you ask that question? Well, because she probably wants to know if this is someone she can be serious about. It's with the caveat that if the number is low enough, she won't be able to be serious about him? That's I don't know. What if What if you were dating me and I was like, I'm living off of um, $300 a month. And I loved you? Yeah. Would I leave you? Would you maybe like, we've been dating for two months. Would you maybe be like, hmm. Well, I do know that one time I went out on a date with a girl and she said, I like to do cocaine and uh, once in a while I go bombing. What's bombing? Like She was like 40 and she's like, sometimes uh, I like to go write graffiti on, on walls. And she was 40. Yeah. And I was like, this date is over. I mean, listen, I used to write graffiti when I was a teenager too, but I don't think that's a hobby that should extend into your 40s. So what do you do? So she she obviously wants to know if this person has um, money. By the way, unless you're a great artist, but going bombing, that's different than a, doing a mural. Going bombing is just tagging up a city. Honestly, no tagging should be done over 30. I think that might be true. But graffiti is okay if you're if you're an artist, you know, you've trans- you've become an artist. Yeah, I get that. You're just going to go tag up the city. It just feels like you got to get better hobbies. Anyway, where were we? Well, what do you do if you want to know if someone... You like to date girls who have money. This is very simple. That's why we're dating, right? You said it was important to you. I said it was the only important thing. I said a fat butt and a fat paycheck. You said that you, you, it's important to you that a girl makes her own money, that you're not supporting her. That's real. So and this I, woman wants to know, like, maybe she's had someone in the past who she had to pay for. This is extremely simple. And, like, it, you're, you're asking a question. Gecko freckles. Gecko freckles, one, two, three. You're asking a question because you want to be nosy. But if you really want to be nosy, what you do is you just ask your partner what they do for a living. I'm sure you already know, right? Let's role play. Okay. Hey, uh, I'm Gecko Freckles. You know me. We've been dating a while. What do you? What's your job exactly? I'm. Uh, I'm. I run a non for profit. <laughs> you run a. You run a non profit. Yeah, non profit. Okay. Then I go. I go. Nice to see you tonight. Thank I'm you. I'm trying to think of what's like one of those jobs you can never figure out. That's what I'm saying. Like most jobs, you can just go home and Google what's the average salary for a person that runs a nonprofit. Then you got your information. You shallow, materialistic person. And you can make your decision based on that. You don't pry into someone's direct financial life unless you're getting married. Also, they're going to lie. You think they'll say more? Yeah. I would never lied about how much money I make. I mean. I would never do that. Really? I would tell, this is, you. now I'll be the guy. Okay. And you actually ask me, what's up, Gecko? What's up, hey, Gecko Frex? I, I was wondering, um, yeah? how much money do you make a year? What? How much money do you make a year? That's not a cool question. This relationship's over. <laughs> That's how it would go down. All right. Well, let's go deeper. Why does someone want to know how much money the person is pro- making? You're probably right. There's either curiosity, which I can understand, or they're like trying to figure out if this person's financially stable enough to keep dating. But I, I just feel like go do your detective. If you're going to be petty and materialistic, go do it on your own time. Don't force that person to be involved. Also, you know, how people people's relationship with to money is more important to Ooh, me. Smart point. Than how much money they make. Like someone, that. someone could make a lot of money and be in debt and squander their cash. Super smart, Natasha. So it's more important if money is something in relationship to money and su- how they're going to support you and your potential family. Right. It's very important to see what is their attitude towards money. I always told Moshe when we first started dating, money, money is is energy. energy. And because he was very stingy with his money, I wasn't stingy. You just didn't quite get like. I was careful, and I still am. 
Okay. But well, there's a difference. Stingy would mean would mean I wouldn't like pay for you for things. Right, but a few times you had like a debate where you were like, I took a girl, a girl out from from the internet and we split drinks. Like that's fair, right? It Listen, it is fair. I think that if you're taking oh someone out Lord. on a date and they are gendered female, then you yeah. pay. If you have a if you have a penis and are identified as male, then you then you financially support the person's uh, hunger. Okay, hold on. Can I ask Laura, podcast producer? She's very progressive. Um, Have when you ever you heard go, of splitting the bill? Hold on. Or is when that a you go on, too far? when you go on a date with someone, first date. I, you, would now you you're like changing them the terms. You always do to this to pick up the drinks. Natasha, you always do this. What? You change the terms of the argument midstream to ensure that your point will be supported. My point's just always the obvious one. No, to honey, side with. we weren't talking about first date. Sure, first date, I guess. Okay, fourth date? I yeah, don't know. Yeah, fourth date. There we okay, go. Okay, fourth date. Yeah. Wait, no, that's not what it was, though. Fourth date is like, yeah, it's been a while. Like, It's been a while what? You were saying first, you and your friend were saying first date, you shouldn't pay for their, you should you're, split it. You're literally making things up right now. But by the way. I, I, I listen. I would always. It's pay. obvious from your argument right now that you believe that you should split things and yes. split the first date. No, I didn't say first date. I second date. I would always pay on the first date because it's a socially expected thing. Mm. But the truth is, I don't even understand it. Why? Why? Can you articulate why the man should pay on the first date? Why does our daughter have your last name? I don't know, honey. I, I don't, don't either. Can I change it? Sure. Thank I didn't you. demand that her name. Thank you. It was your idea because you're a parochial Catholic schoolgirl and you and that's you go by Mrs. Moshe Kasher. But no, why should the man pay on the first date? I don't know, honey. Well, do you have any inkling of why it's the right thing? Well, I think the spirit of paying on the first date would show you're not a cheap ass. But, then is the woman a cheap ass? Ooh, this silence. No, I'm. I just. I. I'm debating getting into this conversation with you. <laughs> okay. Can I ask Laura? Laura, just Honey, let me ask let her. Me, well, let me just say that you brought this up. I didn't bring up me being stingy. That was something you said. I just remember when we first met. I was a little floored by your attitude because you. You still are. mentioned that you would have a girl, you would split drinks on a get to know you date. And I was just kind of like, it's so funny that you, ah! it's so funny that you didn't say the first date part when you first started talking shit. But when you kind of got backed into the corner and weren't sure that you'd be able to win this one, it became about the first date. Listen, I always paid on the first date. I don't know why. I always paid on the first date. But I know I'm right. But I always paid on the first date. Okay. Second date. Motion. Second date. There we go. Now we're talking. Okay. Laura, second date guy you like, he splits drink just drinks. He splits it. What do you think? Are you out? She says she wouldn't go to drinks on the first few days. Now that's some real millennial shit right there. What do you go? Just it's coffee? Activities? Activities? What are you, what are you my go, toddler? Yeah, go play badminton? <laughs> what the fuck? Activities? Activities? What the hell? Activities. Like a like basket weaving or what is it? A you go to ball? color me mine? What are we gonna go bumper cars? Hypothetically, if it was a drink, I would want to want to split it. Okay, okay. Wants to split it. I'm an old hag. What do you no want from me? No one said you were an old hag. Okay, wait. One more question. 
Does, do you we split s- the cost of the activity? Let's say you go mini putting or whatever yeah, mini you guys putting. do. Bad, bad minton. It's $40 each. He paid, he paid for the TGIF. He paid at the Outback Steakhouse on your first date. <laughs> Second date is badminton. And and the court fee is 40 bucks. Are you splitting it? Oh, she says she would pay on the second date if he paid on the first. This is a real feminist right here. You're fucking crumbling right now, Natasha. All right, I guess I'm wrong. I mean, why does the man pay? I've never understood it. What is it about being a man that makes you pay on the first date? It's so stupid. It's so 50s. It's assuming that the woman's like a bonbon sucker watching her stories at home and the man is at the Ford plant. He's the only one with money. Well, clearly... I'm, you know, the, the new generation wants, but I also understand now with me too and everything that's happening, wanting to pay for your own drinks because you don't want someone to think that if they buy you a fucking California roll, they can, they can put their dong in your California, in your California roll. Yes. If she knew that he was much more successful, made a lot more, she'd be more inclined to let him pay. Yeah, I get that. Actually, I get that. That actually makes sense. If there was a big income disparity, then I, that actually, there's a logic to that. So that probably is where it came from because women weren't allowed to work for 400 years. But hold on. What if you went out on a date with a guy and he made a lot less than you? You'd still expect him to pay on the first date, wouldn't you? First date. She says she'd pay for her drinks. I don't know, man. Listen. Back to this. Wait, are you you got more? Because the truth is, Natasha, I've, I've, I've you still stumped don't, at activities. You, you, <laughs> the truth is, Natasha, you still don't really like it when I try to get a bargain having nothing to do with you. When I'm like, hey, should I pay the extra eighty dollars to get extra leg room and comfort plus? You're like, are you fucking kidding me? Of course, I'm always thr- I'm going to be a thrifty man until I die. You know what? I I I really am bad with money. Are you? Well, I do the thing that you said like the other day. I hired someone to do something. They oh, said this is, oh my it would God. be three. They said anywhere between 200 and 300. Oh. And then I kept telling them, make sure that you, if it takes longer, make sure to let me know. Oh. And I said something like that two or three times and I did get a $500 bill. I basically told her three different ways to you charge me. You can charge me more. Yes. I fucking hate that you do <laughs> that. That was dumb negotiating against yourself yeah. that's what i call it she'll tell to a person she'll go um and if it takes longer if you need to charge extra that's fine but before anyone's even mentioned a price ooh, natasha i ooh. guess i worked menial jobs for so much of my life that i kind of know what things are worth and so mm. i just want to make sure that people mm. aren't like working too hard at my expense no, physical you stuff you don't know what things are worth you think they're worth more than they're worth that's the reason a person gives you a quote is because they're saying this is how much it's worth. That's 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 them saying this is what it's worth. Well, let's pretend I didn't tell you that and let's listen I'm, to a secret. Fair enough. But I will be thinking about it. Hi, Natasha and Moshe. I love you guys so much. Oh my God, you I have love you no too. idea. Um, you guys are just amazing. I love you. And have got me through a lot. I am here to leave a secret for you. I am... <laughs> This is so embarrassing. I'm a 25-year-old woman, and I still suck my thumb. Oh, I've wow. been sucking my thumb my entire life. Um, I don't know why the fuck my parents let me do it. It's kind of fucked. 
on their end for letting me get away with it um, and, like, infantilizing me in that way and not, mm. and not like, I don't know, they really should have intervened because it fucked with my teeth and negated uh, the effort of braces and headgear. Yes, headgear. Anyway, um, yeah, I stuck my thumb. Roommates have caught me. Mm. Um, family, other family members saying that my family's house caught me. Boyfriends hardly caught me. <laughs> but no one said anything. No one has said anything. And I still do it, and it's weird, but it can't stop. Okay, bye. Listen, tough, honey. Tough one right here. We've had stuff like this before. This one's tough. No, it's not tough. I know what you're going to say. Gotta stop. Right. You can't, no one's going to not going to get a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever it is you want. If you, if Moshe sucked his thumb, uh-uh, I'm good. Some things I can deal with. No, I, she has to stop doing it. Yeah. It's so it, obvious. This is a tough one because and don't blame your parents. It's a tough one because yeah, that is a funny transference of responsibility. I mean, yeah, they should have told you to stop, but they didn't. And now you know what somebody that's unable to, to do what they need to do looks like. And so, don't be like that. On the other hand, I, I'm of two minds. I'm 100% on board with you. You just have to stop. But my other thought is at 25, a habit that deeply ingrained, how are you going to stop? You know what you maybe need? Cognitive behavioral therapy. Because that's all about behaviors. No, you uh, replace it with something. She should get one of those pacifiers. Dong. Get a pacifier. That's actually a great idea, Natasha. A dong? No, you know what you should actually do is start smoking cigarettes. That'll take oral fixation. Yeah, just start smoking cigarettes. Also, hypnotism can be good. Hypnotism is a good idea. Or cognitive behavioral is good because it's all about behaviors and, and stopping specific behaviors. Um, but if I just, but, but my first instinct, and I don't know which one is right, is to just say, don't beat yourself up. You just, you're fucked. You have a habit that is so ingrained in your behavior. Like me with cracking my knuckles. I don't think I could ever stop cracking my knuckles. I've been doing it habitually and constantly since I was like, a, a first grader but you stopped chewing your nails uh did i not really no you just do it when i'm not looking i guess i just i don't know I, I don't want you to beat yourself up over this one but i do think that maybe natasha you know if no one's gonna say anything natasha just did maybe looking into other solutions okay i got the i got the advice Ooh, this one's there's a hot one coming down the press you ready mm -hmm. you know when i sometimes know when it's gonna be good this one's gonna be good you have tried stealing yourself against it on your own for however long. That doesn't work. Now you've got that information. You cannot stop sucking your thumb on your own. So your options are either stop, uh, uh, suck your thumb for the rest of your life and probably um, not keep uh, or maintain a romantic relationship. Or, or f I guess there is somebody out there that has that little, like that weird baby fetish. Or find a different way to try to quit like hypnotism, like cognitive behavioral therapy, like some look into another way because your own willpower is not sufficient to get that thumb out of your mouth. I mean, I bit my nails and it was like fucking up my teeth. Really? And I stopped doing it. You have a thing that you do habitually. What? Which is like be like kind of like sour. Oh my God. Like your personality. That You know what I'm saying? Let's let's take another secret. <laughs> hey guys, big fan. I got a secret. So just recently I spent $2,000 on webcam girls. 
And uh, one of the girls that I spent money on is a trans lady who's trying or at least tried to extort money from me mm. until I uh, just blocked and reported her on every single social media account that I possibly could. And <laughs> I created a secondary Twitter account just to follow it to see if she uh, posted anything to it as she said she would in case, unless I paid her. And she didn't post any of the uh, video content of us. But she did post an ominous tweet saying, you know, something along the lines of revenge is, you know, best best dish served cold or whatever. So hopefully there's no part two to this. Thanks, guys. Bye. Intense. Really $2,000 webcam. Like, so Moshe, you're a horny dude. What makes you go from just porn in your room to webcam? Well, I think I, I'm not a big webcam guy. I'm not. That's not for me. But I think it's pretty obvious. Would you if you weren't married? No, it has nothing to do with being married to you. Okay. Uh, it's just not my thing. Um, I think that what it probably is, is it's a step between pornography, which is pretty passive, and hooking up with someone, which is mm. unbelievably active. It's like you're actually interacting with the person. They're doing what you're telling them to do. But you're interacting with them virtually. Yeah, but you, you're saying, like, turn around, and they turn around. You, you It's in real time, mm. you know? So that's like... I could see why that would be hotter to a person. And then also, maybe, I don't want to make any assumptions about this person, but maybe he's not comfortable enough to hook up with trans women in his regular sex life. And so he's, you know, going there more virtually. But it's like, you know, he wants, maybe he has a desire for trans women. And so he's like, well, this is as close as I'm willing to get to that kind of desire or whatever. So something like that. Wouldn't an AI robot make it much easier it's not for a real interaction? It's not a person. Yeah, but you could be like, turn around, let me but see that But it's a robot. You ass. know it's a robot. You know it's, there's something hot about the, it's a person that you're actually interacting with. You right. know what I'm saying? It's something hot about getting extorted. Well, the extortion thing, that's pretty fucked up. It's like this person is, you know, giving sex workers a bad name by you know, taking the tawdriness of the situation. This is what I'm assuming. Taking the tawdriness of the situation and saying, you pervert, you jerked off with me. Now give me more money or I tell everybody and broadcast our sessions. That's really That's fucked really up. That's really unfair. It's not cool. It ain't cool. But you know what? Maybe it's just uh, trans reparations, you know? Maybe she's a trans woman that's like, you know what? Cis men have had it too easy for too long. So give me that money. Would you ever be a cam girl? I'm sure I would. I mean, if I didn't... You would have or you would? Would, would have. You would? Well, not not as a wife and successful comedian and mother. That's what I'm asking. But if that none of those three things happened, I would definitely do it. All right, can I pitch something to you? What? Well, we have a Patreon, right? And <laughs> the highest tier right now is 25. And all it gets you <laughs> is, you know, a dinner party invitation and a signed book and stuff like that. What if we did $100 a month? And you do like one cam session. Oh my God. And then do people, how do you know they're not recording you? They probably are. Yeah, they probably are. Oh God. So you're basically like signing up for porn. If yeah, you're, you're a sex worker at that point. Right. Well, um, I'm not going to do it. I would though, if things didn't work out. All right, fine, Natasha. If you're not going to give, I mean, I thought that you took this podcast seriously, but if you're not willing to go the extra mile, I'll do it for a hundred dollars a month. Um, starting now, the Patreon we've just opened up God tier, and you get one stroke <laughs> session with me a month. Moshe, what? Why is that so fucked up? That this would be like that? That would make you so happy. 
whatever. It's just I'm willing to do it. And but you got to Here's the one caveat. Mm. You got to be a hot chick. Okay. So like, I don't know if that's not fair or whatever, but yeah, you got to be a hot chick. Um, so if you're a hot chick and you're in our Patreon or been thinking about joining and you're like real hot, I'm talking stacked, you know, um, uh, thick butt. I'm not stacked. You're stacked. Yeah. You got a, you got a stacked butt. <laughs> Honey, don't ever say that about yourself. You have a stacked butt. <laughs> All right. Let's hear one more secret. Hi team. I have a secret that's really gross and sort of funny. Basically, a couple weeks ago, I thought I was having an allergic reaction in my mouth because it was itchy and it hurt. So I went to urgent care. They're like, we don't know what the F is wrong with you. Um, it, I went back a few days later. It got worse. And they're like, no, babe, you have a yeast infection in your mouth. And I was yeah. like, okay, weird. Not high risk. I haven't been on antibiotics. But my secret is I think I know how I got it, which is. I know I'm not the only one who, when they masturbate, they think of actual real sex with another person. So basically, sometimes I like when a man fingers me until I come and then stick his fingers in my mouth. And I'm pretty sure I got this oral thrust from a night just, you know, made myself come and then stuck my fingers in my mouth and didn't brush my teeth because I just knocked out after. And... It just, the bacteria just grew, which is gross because I've never had a yeast infection where people with vaginas usually get yeast infections. And just wanted to make a PSA that sucking cock and sucking cunt can give you a yeast infection in your mouth. And it hurts so bad. And my top, my part two of the secret is that sort of been celibate, but then I met this guy and he was trying to get hot and heavy with me. But I just said, like, oh, I took a vow of chastity. I can't kiss you, et cetera, when really my mouth just really hurts. And I think I should actually take a vow of chastity because obviously God punished me for masturbating. Thank you. (laughs) Bye. Okay, first of all, good on you, as they say in Australia, for telling the guy that you're taking a vow of chastity because you whip out that first date, I got a yeast infection in my mouth. Yeah, that's kind of curtains. That ain't happening. Mm-mm. I got oral thrush is kind of a classic deal breaker. And I also love that your doctor said, hey, babe. <laughs> hey, babe, we think you might have gotten it from fingering your own mouth. But I, mean, I gotta is, say, I'm so impressed with your sexuality. Like, you're really giving yourself what you want. It is hilarious to get an STI from yourself. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing better. I guess I know it's not an STI or whatever, but God, that's funny. Why isn't it? I well, I guess it, it's not. Se- well, it is sexually, sexually transmitted, transmitted. And it is an infection, isn't it? Yeast I, infection. You know what? It is an STI. In your mouth? In your straight up mouth. That's rough right there. Mm. Mm. Careful out there, kids. Yeah, just don't do that anymore. But you that's, know. One we, that's one we could still get, you know? We're monogamous. We're, we're married. We could still get yeast infections. But I could still get oral thrush from you. Wait, I'm sorry. I don't know what... I'm not familiar with oral thrush. I guess it's what a yeast infection in your mouth is. Oh, that's called oral thrush. I guess so. So how else do you get it? Probably somebody else has a yeast infection Mm. and you slurp it. Okay. 
At any rate, careful out there, kids. And um, thank you for uh, listening to this episode of the Endless Honeymoon Podcast, Secret Dump. And yes. Natasha. Thank you so much. Is there a way for somebody to leave a secret if they so desired? Uh, if you'd like to leave a secret, give us a call at 213-222-8608. You can also be on our podcast and email us, endlesshoneymoonpod at gmail.com. But more importantly, join our Patreon. I mean, seriously, do it. What are you waiting for? Do you want episode, or do you want, uh, what is it called? Ad-free episodes. Ad-free episodes. I was going to say episode-free episodes. Uh, They probably do want that. Do you want ad-free episodes? Do you want artwork from our child? Do you want to be invited to our dinner parties? Do you want early access to my mixtapes? Ooh, and now I'm out. Okay, but you're not a member (laughs) of our Patreon. You're a beneficiary. Uh, Natasha, I love you. I love you too.